Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Sunday, January 14th. Happy Resurrection Day. I really do hope that the Lord reminds you of His resurrection power today and that He shows you areas where He is bringing new life. We are in Luke chapter 3 today, verses 1 through 6, a little passage setting up the context and the historical accuracy of this story about Jesus. Quite a few names that are difficult, so wait for those. And then we'll go over to Psalm 102. And in Psalm 102, we're going to split it up into two sections because it's quite the lengthy passage. But let's begin in Luke chapter 3. Lord, we pray that in your word you would show us your work and your worth. John the Baptist prepares the way. In the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea and Herod being tetrarch of Galilee and his brother Philip tetrarch of the region of Iterea and Trachonitis and Lysanias, tetrarch of Abilene. During the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, the son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. And he went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall become straight, and the rough places shall become level ways, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. O Lord, may this prophetic message about what John did happen in our day as well. Would you make those crooked places straight in our lives as we pray for healing and peace and restoration? Okay, let's move on over to the Psalms. Remember, we're in the English Standard Version, and we're reading Psalm 102, verses 1 through 17. The title of this psalm is pretty provocative. Do not hide your face from me. A prayer of one afflicted when he is faint and pours out his complaint before the Lord. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Incline your ear to me. Answer me speedily in the day when I call. For my days pass away like smoke and my bones burn like a furnace. My heart is struck down like grass and has withered. I forget to eat my bread. Because of my loud groaning, my bones cling to my flesh. I'm like a desert owl in the wilderness, like an owl of the waste places. I lie awake. I'm like a lonely sparrow on a housetop. All the day my enemies taunt me. Those who deride me use my name for a curse, for I eat ashes like bread and mingle tears with my drink. Because of your indignation and anger, for you have taken me up and thrown me down, my days are like an evening shadow. I wither away like grass. 
But you, O Lord, are enthroned forever. You are remembered throughout all generations. You will arise and have pity on Zion. It is the time to favor her. The appointed time has come. For your servants hold her stones dear and have pity on her dust. Nations will fear the name of the Lord, and all the kings of the earth will fear your glory. For the Lord builds up Zion. He appears in his glory. He regards the prayer of the destitute and does not despise their prayer. Before we move into prayer, I just want to comment a little bit about this psalm. Did you sense kind of a change in tone in the middle of this passage from darkness and lamentation to hope in the Lord and in His timing? Dr. Webster in the book on the Psalms talks about the beginning of this psalm being about the frailty and the fleeting nature of human life, and then the eternal nature of God's enduring throne is accentuated. And the psalmist is reminded of the compassion and the timing and the certainty of the Lord's deliverance. And I thought, isn't that so true of all of us? We are just like waxing and waning and confident in the Lord's timing. And then we fall back down into this distrust and inability to see our way forward. And so I'm so grateful that the psalmist gives voice to this type of emotion that we so often feel. And I think that in many of the laments, we are pushed forward to see that God is who He says He is. And after the complaint is given, we have a reminder of God's character. And so that's why on Tuesdays, I always try to push us to think of a characteristic of God, whether it is His compassion or his attentiveness to us, his sovereignty, his reign, something like that, that we can hold tight to in times of difficulty. Will you pray with me? Father, we make it our aim to please you. Help us to be a people who seek out the lost, who teach others that there is a way for forgiveness of sins. We thank you, Lord, that you do not forget your children that you will rise up, and that yours is the kingdom and the glory and the power forever. Today, as we remember your resurrection power, we ask that you would give us glimpses of new life in relationships, in situations, in people who need your salvation, and in the world around us. Lord, we pray for all those in the world who have not heard your name. And we pray, Lord, that somehow in some little way you would prick our hearts to be a part of your kingdom come. Lord, thank you for my brothers and sisters today. Bless them abundantly, I pray. Give them a sense of your presence and your power. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen.